do I talk to God about everything? Because it seems like some of the things that are in my heart, like some of the, some of the things that are on my mind, they couldn't possibly be something, anything that God would care about. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is Ascension Presents. I was recently asked a question by a gentleman who said, when it comes to prayer, like he, he was doing all the prayers, like he was saying his prayers, but he said, I realize that I'm called to have what they call mental prayer. Mental prayer is simply, um, you might think of it in terms of the conversation you would have with God. So whereas some prayers are rote prayers, R-O-T-E, so they're memorized prayers, um, that's, there's things like the Our Father, there are things like the Hail Mary, there are things like the Act of Faith or the Act of Trust, Act of Hope, there's litanies, there's a rosary, Chaplet of Divine Mercy, let's not forget that one. Those are rote prayers, right? They're great to pray, but mental prayer is different. Mental prayer is more along the lines of a conversation, right? Uh, it doesn't have to be a conversation, it can also be things like Ignatian prayer, where you enter in, you ask the Lord to bless your imagination, and enter into um, a scene in one of the Gospels, for example, and you interact with the characters, you interact with Jesus, and like here, it's, it's awesome, it's great. We'll do a video about that later on. Or like Lexio Divina. Lexio Divina means holy reading. And that kind of prayer is, again, mental prayer, where you read from scripture, or you read from uh, like a, a writing of some saint, or some kind of thing that inspires you about God, and you reflect on it, and you talk to God about it. That kind of mental prayer. Sometimes, though, a mental prayer is is merely the conversation where we look into our hearts and we ask the question, okay, what are the thoughts, feelings, and desires of my heart? Like, what am I going through right now? I look into my heart. We've talked about this before in other videos. Like, when it comes to that deep prayer that we're called into, we look into our hearts and say, okay, what are the thoughts, feelings, and desires uh, that, are, that are in me? And then talking to God about those. That's one part of prayer. So the person said, I'm trying to do that, but do I talk to God about everything? Because it seems like some of the things that are in my heart, like some of the, some of the things that are on my mind, they couldn't possibly be something, anything that God would care about. In fact, he has better things to do with his time than that. I thought, that is a great question. Um, and it's a great even like perspective because I think that's a lot of our perspective sometimes is I don't want to waste God's time. Well, let's pause the button on this one. Here's what we know about God. God is outside of time. <laughs> so God, and nothing wastes his time. Nothing wastes God's time. God is outside of time. God created time. And therefore, there's no such thing as wasting God's time ever. Not only temporally, right? Not only objectively speaking, we can't waste God's time, but even kind of like, to use it in terms like this, even subjectively, it's impossible for him to waste his time. Why? Because God is omnipotent. God is omniscient, meaning all-powerful and all-knowing. And because of that, uh, he couldn't possibly do something he wasn't willing to do. See, we waste time when we do things we don't actually want to do. When we waste, we waste time by doing things that we aren't supposed to do. We waste time by doing things that we don't actually choose to do. God never does something he doesn't want to do. God never does something he doesn't intentionally choose to do. God is will itself. God is action itself, right? And so um, he never wastes his time. So A, number one, kind of the premise a little bit here is a little flawed, a little skewed in the sense that we realize God is outside of time. God is eternal. He never wastes his time. Secondly, God loves you, and so anything that is on your mind, anything that is in your heart that you want to share with him, we have to realize this, that when Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray, and he says, okay, when you pray, pray, Abba, Dad, pray, Dad, and then reveal your heart to him. Or Abba, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You're praising God. See, all those things, whatever we can say to God that comes from our heart, that is honest words or honest us before God is never wasted because he is a good father. He's a good dad who wants to know 
what is in our hearts, what is on our minds. And that's exactly what's happening. So when we reveal to God, here's the deeper thoughts, feelings, desires of my heart, or even just here's what <laughs> my day looks like, that is never wasted because God wants to know this. Why? Because <laughs> why would I tell God these things? He already knows them. God knows everything. Remember, we go back to the omniscient thing, all-knowing. But what are we doing when we're telling God about our heart? What are we doing when we tell God about what we care about? What are we doing when we tell God about our day? We're not telling him something he doesn't know. We said this before, I'll say it again. We're giving him access to something he doesn't have. We'll clarify this again. We're not telling him something he doesn't know. He knows everything. We're giving him access to something he doesn't have. This is the same thing that happens in confession. We're not telling God the sins that he doesn't know. Like, really, you did that? <laughs> That's not what he's thinking. It is, we're giving him access to something he, access to something he doesn't have. So when we go to confession, we're giving him, giving him access to our sins. We're giving him access to forgive us of our sins. We're willing to let go of them so he can give us his mercy. But when we pray and we tell him about the important things to us and about the unimportant things to us, when we tell him about the things that we've wasted, we have wasted our times on, or we, we tell him about just what has happened in the course of our day, again, he already knows it, but we are not wasting his time because we're giving him access. And this, if there's anything that God desires, is access. I mean, think about this. God has made himself completely accessible to us. Through Jesus Christ, in the power of the Holy Spirit, the Father is 100% accessible. You and I have an all-access pass to the Father's heart, to the Father's throne, to the Father's grace, to Him. We have an all-access pass in Jesus Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit given to us in our baptism, we have an all-access pass to the Father. But when we pray and we tell Him what's on our mind, when we tell Him what's in our heart, when we tell Him just what has happened in the course of our day, we're giving Him access to us. So the one who has made himself completely accessible in our prayer, like that, that this man said, should I even, even bother? Should I even like waste his time? Like you are not wasting God's time because you're giving him access to the thing in your life and in my life that he wants the most. It's, I remember hearing it said that there's really nothing we could give God that he hasn't already given us. There's, there's absolutely nothing that we could give God that um, isn't already his except for in terms like, like this, our heart. There's nothing we can give God that isn't already his except for our hearts. Because when he's given us our hearts, he's given, you know what I mean by heart is, I mean the biblical heart, which is the deepest center of a human being, the deepest center of a person, the per part of the person that decides, the part of the person that makes choices, the part of the person that, that either belongs to this or I belong to that. That part, that kind of heart, that God in this incredible, mysterious way has said, okay, that's yours, like fully yours. And so when we give our heart to him, we're giving him the only thing that he is, in some ways, isn't the possessor of, right? So that we allow him to be the possessor of our heart. That, you know, St. Paul who says, um, we've been buried in Christ. And so I no longer live for myself. We no longer live for, live for ourselves. We live for Jesus. We live for him now. And that's what it is to have that, I'm giving my heart to him. And we exercise that, we practice that, we get to do that every single day whenever we pray. Where we give God, here's what's in my heart, here's what's on my mind, here's what's in the course of my day, here's what I had for breakfast. <laughs> we are giving him, not something he doesn't know, we're giving him access, access to something he doesn't have. We're giving him our heart. And that, just to think of the, way, the incredible way in which that actually honors the Father, who has given us complete access to him. And in prayer like that, 
that mental prayer, right, where we talk to him about what's in our hearts, what's on our minds, we're giving him access to us. And isn't it crazy to think that actually that's what the Father wants? Does he want us to go and do miracles? Does he want us to go in and um, do incredible works of, of healing, incredible works of, of mercy? Yeah, maybe, but definitely the thing he wants is just for us to let him love us by us giving him access to the deepest part of ourselves, even if that's simply sharing with God what we had for breakfast. <laughs> Anyways, from all, of us here to say, well, from all of us here, this is presents easy for me to say. My name is Father Mike. God bless. So, so you should pray. You should pray today. Tell God stuff. Okay, bye.